Well, hey everybody, it's that time. It's time to bring in our guest of honor today. And today we're talking with the one and only Christy Canyon. Let's bring Christy into the room here. Hello. Hey, Christy, how are we doing today? Doing amazing signing, literally a stack of eight by tens on this wonderful lockdown day. The hard work never ends, does it? Hopefully not. <laughs> well, we are, of course, uh, the guys in here, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be some gals later, uh, we're all autograph enthusiasts, of course, and uh, that's kind of what we're here for. So you signing all those autographs is a cool thing. Now, uh, we'll cover it first and we'll cover it later. You have some of those for sale, correct? I do. Um, I always sell them at the conventions, and there's like 16 different styles. This is for a guy out of Florida. Um, but if autograph collectors that will buy 100 or more. By the way, I can only see you, Patrick. Are there other people? Uh, yeah. Um, Am I supposed to see? I mean, I love your face, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah. When the other people speak, there's um, there's 10 of us in the room. Okay. And when they I don't speak, see any. When they speak, they'll show up. Okay. I get it. I get it. So I'm going to put this over here. Hold on. Um, so those are the ones I'm signing. I don't know if anyone can see that stack. Those are the guys for the guy out of Florida. But... Um, yeah, so if any collectors that want 100 or more, they're $2 each, um, plus shipping and handling. Otherwise, they're $15 uh, plus plus three eighty-five shipping and handling per 8x10, if that, that makes, makes any sense. That makes sense. So um, let's talk a little bit about you are also found on OnlyFans. That's a big deal for you, isn't it, Christy? I love OnlyFans. Oh, my God, it is so much fun. Hold on. How is that lighting? Is it okay? Great. Excellent. Okay. Okay, hold on. I just uh, things are in the back. Um, okay, wait. I'm gonna go to my bedroom. Yes, OnlyFans.com/slash Christy Canyon one one, and I love OnlyFans. It is so much fun. Okay. It is so much fun. So, yeah. If anyone, uh, and then every, what is it? Every, God, um, Saturday night tonight from five to six p.m. PST, I do my live show. Uh, which is included in the membership. Uh, they could tip if they want, but it's not required by any means. So, yeah, just, you know, keeping busy, doing my best at, you know, this social distancing. Although I did find a rogue nail girl and a rogue hairstylist, so I've been getting my hair done and nails done. And guess what? I don't have it. Um, so I'm not as paranoid, I guess, as I should be. Although, you know, I'm not going to parties or anything like that, but... Um, you know, you do what you have to do. What are you going to do? Now, so, now, everybody, um, you've now seen Christy Canyon in her bedroom. Now I'm in And Patrick's been in this bedroom before. So, boom. I sat on that bed. I know. I uh, think you were even in my shower a couple of times. Yes, I was. And you also are having fun with Cameo right now. Oh, my God. I love Cameo. And so everyone knows you, Patrick, are the first one maybe six, eight months ago that told me about Cameo. And I was like, yeah, yeah, when I get time, when I get time, I'm so busy, blah, blah, blah. Well, I finally had time about, what, a month ago. And then Ginger Lynn really pushed it with me. She's like, Christy, you've got to do this. And I said, God, Patrick told me about that. And um, so I signed up, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm just having so much fun. Um, 
that's the great thing. I mean, you got to take the the positive out of the negative. I'm getting a lot of stuff done during lockdown that I, you know, kept just pushing off and pushing off. All right. Well, the the guy you actually made the cameo for, Patrick, is on. And Patrick, how are you doing today? You got a question here. Hi, Christy. How are you? Beautiful. Patrick. Oh my God. I got to tell you, I'm doing great. I went to my PO box. I go every Friday now, and this was the first Friday in maybe a month that I did not get an envelope from you, young man. Well, I got a couple that are coming. Okay, well, and that happens too. Like, sometimes I'll get two on one, one Friday. You know, like maybe you missed a Friday, uh, but then I catch it the next time. So I, I will be going again on Friday. And I, you get some goddamn great classics out there, Patrick. You really Thanks. do. Like, woo, you just take me down that mammary lane, baby. Thank you. Um, I got to tell you, uh, you were my first crush in the, you know, growing up, you know, and stuff. And I'm I got the honored. when I got to high school, it was I Dream of Christie and Peter oh North. God. I'm so, I'm so jealous of Peter North that I wasn't in that scene. That's why I don't like him. No, just kidding. Oh, you know what? And the funny thing is, I mean, I worked with Peter North probably 20 or 30 times, and um, I never like I know him intimately, but I I never knew him outside of porn. Really, do you know what I mean? He yeah, I, I got you. had sex so many times that it was, you know, what do you I got you. A great, great guy. I got to tell you, Peter North is one of my favorites in the business. And I have to say, I think that every girl from that beautiful era on porn, Peter North is their favorite. There was nothing not to love about him. He was a great sexual partner, good looking, courteous, you know, like he's just the whole package. I, I, I got, I got to tell you, um, you know, uh, my one buddy here in Dallas, he uh, met you at a bookstore signing years ago when you were uh, promoting your book. Wow, probably at the New Fine Arts? Yeah, that's it. I knew it. I love the New Fine Arts. They had a bunch of video stores, also in um, Austin, Texas, a few different places. And I used to go there a lot with Victoria Paris, too. Great bookstore mm -hmm. chain. And the owner's name was Gary. I wonder what happened to Gary. Yeah. Uh, my uh, question to you is, I know you've uh, came out of retirement twice. What are the big differences in the business compared to when you first started? Like in today's climate and, and today? Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it's like a different business. I mean, obviously, when I started, first of all, it was kind of illegal. But it, you, like, made a movie. You had this cute little movie with a script and your little you know, co-stars and beautiful locations. And um, from what I gather now, obviously, from all the girls that I interview on Vivid Radio, is you just go to, like, someone's apartment, they hold a camera, and you, you know, do your business. I don't know how what words we could say on this. But it for me, the glamour is gone. For me, the beauty of the kind of, you know, glamorous era is gone. Like, it was like a movie set. You showed up, they had caterers, they had makeup and hair and wardrobe, and so that's gone. It just became like, you know, an in-and-out scene that's being thrown up on a, you know, site somewhere. Whereas before it was like, you know, very like 12-hour days, and it was just, I loved my era. I loved my era. The good thing is that the girls that work now, they don't know what they're missing because they weren't doing it. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to say also thanks for the cameo. I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome, Patrick. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, from here, we're just going to raise hands. Hey, Dan. How are we doing, Dan? <laughs> I love 
Patrick, I, I love seeing you in this position. <laughs> I, I just kind of like a reverse role with uh, I'm the host this time. I love it. I you are so cute. You're really good at it. Dan. Dan. Hey, how you doing? Up, Dan. You being oh, safe Dan. out there? Yes. I, what, what, Dan? You being safe out there wherever you're at? Do I need a safe? No, are you being safe? Oh, my being safe. Unfortunately, yes. Not that's only my, I mean, I'm, I am, is that someone behind you or a cutout? That's a cutout. That's me <laughs> all, uh, all, all uh, what's called ready for the pandemic. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm like, okay, maybe I need my reading glasses, but it looks like a dummy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am being safe. Now, I did go that's to my good. nail girl and I did go to the hairdresser. I do go to mm -hmm. market. But I wear that god-awful mask, and, you know, I am careful. I mean, I have to be, obviously, but I'm kind of over it now. i got to tell you truthfully, I'm getting bored, I think. Yeah, well, okay. I, I, okay. I would I'm love to Yeah, go ahead. Wait, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. I got my nails done. Nice yes. Israeli girl. I got her from a friend of a friend of a friend. Never met this girl. 33-year-old Israeli. She's doing it covert, going rogue. And she was telling me a story about a family member had a kid that died, da 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 da, in the pool. They had to ship the body to Israel for the funeral. This is going somewhere. It's not just a weird story. The coroner put COVID nineteen on the death certificate. Oh no! Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of conspiracy stuff going on. And I mean, I don't know this girl, but I'm. It wouldn't shock me. I'm like, how did they put COVID on a death certificate where the boy drowned in a pool? Like, I'm I'm just getting a little bored with it and okay let's move it along let's start yeah. opening stuff up i'm not one of those like the world's coming to an end oh my god no it's a horrible awful virus that's my opinion most people will live you're you're gonna have the old and the sick that are gonna die like they would have flu yeah i kind yeah. of am going that way i don't mean to be a pansy and all that but right but you know get the fucking show back on the road Anyway, well, that wasn't your question. What was your question? Any, anyway, I'm driving to Seattle come Wednesday. It's okay. going to hop in the car and go to Seattle and get out of this. I live in the Poconos and stuff. We're pretty much shut down. But I've never done the Zoom thing before, let alone meet one of my favorite stars back in the day. Oh, you're so, so cute. <laughs> and okay. Patrick, Patrick hooked me up and stuff like that. But I found a picture of uh, you last night. And if I can get your address, if I could possibly send it to you and have you sign it for me, that'd be really cool. Patrick will give you all that information. And right. just to let you know, yes, this is my first time on Zoom as well. Wow. That's cool. I've done Skype, uh, yes. FaceTime, but I've never done Zoom. And luckily, Patrick is good at computers and walked me through the whole thing. Yes. Well, that's good. Well, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I'm pretty shy. Dinner's calling. So, You're so uh, cute. You be oh. safe. <laughs> Eat up and go. You be safe on the road. And I don't blame I you will. for wanting to get out of I Dodge will. right now. All right. All right. Thanks, I uh, TC is on with us, and TC doesn't have a microphone, so he just typed his stuff here. Well, TC, if I have a microphone, you should have a microphone. Uh, TC says, I'd like to know what Christy thought about her vivid girl contemporaries like Ashlyn Gear, Troy Wells, Barbara Dare, Hyapesha Lee, Nikki Dial, Jennifer Stewart, and Jamie Summers, or any others that she'd like to discuss. I don't, is this too bright? Should I close the curtain, by the way? You're good. Okay. 
I have to tell you, and I'm not BSing you, I loved every, loved, love every single one of my Vivid co-star girls. I really did. Some more than others. Jennifer Stewart and I had an amazing connection. She was so cute, just kind of like this beach blonde. Um, I, Jamie Summers, her and I had the most sexual chemistry in the world. There is something so sensual about Jamie Summers. Love Hypatia Lee. Like, we laughed on that set. It was Crazed 1 and 2 that Vivid put out. We laughed the whole time. It was, we just had this, like, kind of little girl humor together. Uh, Janine, I was in awe of. I mean, like, I kept looking at Janine going, why are you in this business? Like, you're, you're so pretty. You should be like a Breck shampoo model. I don't get it. I loved them all, though. Julia, Ann, and I were best buddies for a really, really, really long time. Um, I loved them all. I really did. I, I don't mean to be like the world is perfect, rose-colored glasses, but there was no fighting and nothing. We all had our place. I never competed with anybody, um, so I never had a problem with anybody. Why? I'll follow that up with, why weren't there any vivid men? There was. Or were there? John Doe. Oh, okay. John Doe was the first male contract star ever, not just with Vivid. It was unheard of to get a guy under contract. And I think the gay guys had contracts, but I'm talking mainstream. And he fudged it up. He shot a scene for another company, and I don't know the details, but I remember Vivid called him in one day. They're like, John, what's this scene? Oh, well, it wasn't a film. It was just a scene. And I remember the owner of Vivid was like, uh, bye. What part of it? You don't shoot for any other company. And so it was kind of a short-lived contract, but it, he, they did have a male talent. Um, and I, I remember the big film that they shot was a reverse gangbang, The World's Luckiest Man, I think it was called. Wow. Um. <clears throat> and, if, and as Johnson was insured for a million dollars, publicity stump, but wow. you got to love it. Uh, TC also says Stephen St. Croix was contracted by Vivid 2. I think he was too toward the end. Not when I was with Vivid. Maybe I quit Vivid in like 98. I think by 99 he became uh, a Vivid contract star. Yeah, they had a few. They were always the pioneers in the adult business. Always the first to try something new and innovative. All right, my buddy Charles from San Francisco is with us. Charles. Hi, Christy. How you doing? I love San Francisco. I had some of the best strip club experiences in San Francisco. The Mitchell Brothers, the New Century, and even the one on Marketplace uh, owned by a guy that had a bunch of Thai girlfriends. I forget the name, but I love your town. I love it, love it, love it. I don't know what it's called. So, but I love San Francisco. It's a great city. It really is. It is. What's your question tonight, baby? Um... I missed, like, the first question that you answered about the early, like, when they had scripts and, like, plots and all that kind of stuff. Why don't they do that now? There's no money in it. Every, you know why? Because the world, not just porn, and this is my opinion, not just porn, but the world is so instant. They want everything five seconds ago. And... The olden days of going to the porn or to the video store and going in that back curtain and picking out your video and bring that's gone. It's instant on your phone now. And a lot of people just do it on their phone. They're at work. The wife is sleeping. You know, it's just 
They want that instant gratification now. I like the stories. I love the, the parodies they used to do where it was like really hysterically funny. Oh my God, I agree with you. But you and I, we come from that non-millennial generation yeah. where we could appreciate a book, reading a book, going to the bookstore. You know, we aren't on, at least I'm not on Kindle. <laughs> I shelter in places. I've read so many books already. I'm like, this is great. Of course, I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert. So I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Of course, I have a new girlfriend and dating, dating, you know, this way is not ideal for me. I hear you. I got a few suitors going online, but it's it's a whole different world right now. But let's hope it gets back to reality because I didn't I, grow up with the social distancing. No. All right, thanks, Carl. Thanks, thanks, Charles. Now, does everybody have their book, uh, Lights, Camera, Sex? Ooh. My wife was so nice, got this for me for Valentine's Day. <gasps> and you're lucky because the hard copies are out of print right now. Dave from Ohio was supposed to come in town and help me with that. And then, of course, the flights all got canceled. Sure. Uh, George, are you ready to ask a question for Christy? Yeah, can you hear me? I, I can hear you. I can hear TV too. No, no, I'm just curious. I met you in Miami last year, and I'm I'm just curious if, with all this going on, are you going to be able to make it make it there? Oh my God, George! I sure hope so. I miss work. We're not even on Vivid Radio. They the you know engineers in Washington D.C. are all laid off. Um, I don't know. It it was postponed from what yeah. I heard. Like, but I don't know if it's officially canceled for the year 2020. All right. four of them are still in the queue. They're all four still logged in between, I think, uh, the end of July and the end of December. They've got they're pretty much back-to-back -back now. But as of now, yes. But that could all change on a dime. I don't know. But it hasn't been officially, it has not been officially canceled. So let's just keep our fingers, toes, and nipples crossed. I hope so. <laughs> me too. Me too, George. I miss it. I really do. All right, Jason, what's going on where you're at in Ohio? Hey. Uh, my question is, uh, do, you, do you have a favorite co-star and favorite movie that you recall of? God, that's such a loaded question, and I'll tell you why, <laughs> because I loved so many things about so many different co-stars. Like, I loved working with Ginger Lynn because we were like these little, you know, naughty, naughty best friends that would get in trouble all the time. Then I loved working with Tracy Lords because she was so sensual and sexy and beautiful in a different way than Ginger. Then I loved working, you know, Peter North, of course, because he's the Adonis. Yet I loved working with Ron Jeremy because he made me laugh all the time. I loved working with Mark Davis because he was just like mouth-watering, gorgeous. Like, put it this way. I loved 99.9% .9 of my co-stars, male and female. There's one guy that I did not have any chemistry with, which is not a high number considering I was in for 15 years. Nick East, no chemistry on either end. Other than that, I loved them all for different reasons. Um, one thing we were kicking around earlier in our group was um, a lot has to do with the award shows and different awards. And what's the criteria for meeting some of the awards, or is there a lot of politics involved in it? 
Personally, I don't know for a fact. It's all my own opinion. I think that there was a lot of politics involved. I think that, well, I mean, the main companies won like BCA and Vivid and Wicked in the 90s. Why? Because they were the best companies, let's be honest. But they also did a lot of advertising with ABN. So I don't know. I never saw paperwork. I never heard the truth. I don't know. And personally, I don't care. And sometimes that's just what poor sports say. You know, oh, we didn't win. It must be politics. Right. I really don't know. And I just, those, that's one of those things I could give two flying rats rear ends about. All right, Aaron, my new buddy Aaron is here. Hi, Christy. Can you hear me? Hold on. I hear you, baby. Yes, I do. Okay. And I see you. Good, good. First, I want to point out, you know, just any autograph in particular. I just want to say that you have a very nice autograph that you give to collectors where you can read the full signature, every letter in your name. And being a collector, that's something that we really appreciate. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I agree. I think I have a very good, clear signature, and I've always been like that. And, I, and I'm sure all of us as collectors, not just myself, we're, we're thankful for that because it's something, you know, nicer to have than, you know, somebody just sitting down giving doctor scribble. I know. I wanted to uh, piggyback what Patrick was saying. One thing that kind of interested me is I guess there's like maybe three or four Hall of Fame lists that are in the industry, AVN, XRCO, the Margold list, and I think there might be one or two more. As far as the actual Hall of Fame list, which, which one out there do you think actually sets the standard? Like, what, which list is, like, truly, you know, okay, you were in the Adult Entertainment Hall of Fame? God, they all have a special meaning. They really do. They all have a special meaning. I just think that um, there's something about AVN that might be a little more like the esteemed award. Because they've always said that like the AVN awards are like the Oscars of porn. So if I had to choose, because I mm -hmm. think that they're all special in their own way, but if I had to choose, I would say the AVN awards probably the most esteemed. Okay. Thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Nice talking to you, Aaron. You as well. I was only to one of the Legends of Exotica event that Bill Margold put on. Unfortunately, it was the last one. But Hang I on, did you, wait, Patrick, did you text me something? Yeah I, yeah, I did. I said the word nope. Sorry. Oh, should I look at it? I didn't no, want no, to no, get no. out of this. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. We're good. It was my okay. um, And that was uh, the Legends of Exotica. And I asked him, you know, uh, why didn't you induct this one? Why didn't you induct this one? He says, I wasn't going to go chase anybody after they went to back to their private lives. If they wanted to go be right. Susie accountant somewhere and not have anything to do, anything with the business, yep. said, that's their business. I'm not going to force them kicking and screaming. No. Back. And it's, said, you know what? I'm going to write off that. It's like my best friend, Victoria Paris. She loved the yeah. business. She had an amazing time in it. She'll sign autographs if someone sends them to me, you know, and, and pays a little something. But other than that, she's like, Christy, I have no reason to be in that business anymore. I've moved on. I have a, you know, civilian job. So I get that. I totally get it. doesn't mean they don't like it. It means there's nothing in it for them anymore. Mark in Miami is with us. And Mark, are you from Miami? Uh, Port Lauderdale. All Port right. Lauderdale area. 
Oh, you're lucky. I wish I was in Florida right now. I love Florida. I love it, uh, love it, love it. Well, it's beautiful right now. It's in the mid-80s. Oh, God, how nice. Are you on lockdown in Florida? Yeah, we're locked down. Uh, Isn't the only it? things open right now are the grocery stores, which I work in. So. Good. Good for you. Yeah, it's like that here, too, and I think, you know, it'll all open up soon. Well, what's your question tonight? Mike I didn't Florida. really have a question. Uh, I'm just here to see you. I um, I go to I used to go to a lot of conventions and stuff. Uh, I used to go to Tootsie's Cabaret in Miami and see a lot of the 80s coast, 80s stars in the day. Uh, Jeremy was there. Met Randy West there a couple of times. Uh, Did you meet me there? Huh? Did you meet me there? No, I keep missing you. I was there once or twice, and I remember Tootsie's and T's Lounge were owned by the same person. Yeah. And that was the first time, I think it was T's Lounge, that I played Cooter Ball. Oh, uh, okay. And I didn't even know what it was. They're like, will you play Cooter Ball? I'm like, what's Cooter Ball? They're like, we get a big jug, you put it under your you-know-what, and then they roll up the balls, and they, I loved Cooter Ball. Oh, my God. That was so oh, that great. Was that was insane. <laughs> Yeah, that place was really, really a happening place to go to, especially, you know, for out-of-towners really wanting to meet some top top stars from back in the day. I mean, that oh was my a God. show. You know, but yeah, I, I know. see you at the conventions, at the shows, and I'm going to run into you one of these days. You got it. I'll be in Florida, hopefully, at the end of the year for the Exotica convention. Okay, well, I'll have to, I'll have to make arrangements and make my way down there and say hello. I'll be there, baby. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, John, you got a question for Christy today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy gave me a couple of questions, like, personal. Like, what's your bus size? 36 double D. All right, hold on, 36. They uh, went up. It used to be a D, not a double. Go on. All right. Uh, what's your favorite position? I don't really have a favorite because every position brings a different sensation to my body. So I can't right. really say. But I don't like the crazy ones, like wheelbarrow. You know, like mm -hmm. the real kind of like, you know, uncomfortable ones. I like the standard, the doggy, the missionary, cowgirl, reverse cowgirl. I don't like the ones that like you're hanging upside down or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh he, another thing he randomly said was, uh, how many threesomes have you done? Like Threesomes? God, that's yeah. like shaking hands. Hundreds. All right, all right. It's not for <laughs> me. It's for a friend. And he just give me these random questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. I, no, I numerous. He's, I can't. He's like, He's just really shy, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. This is All the right. first time I've done it. Uh, well, you took one for the team, baby. Yeah, I did, I did. Um, That's it. All right, thank you for asking. All right, we've, oh, got, you're welcome. we've got two Chris's in here, so let's go to Chris B. He got here first. Chris, what's going on? Hey, Christy. Hey, Chris B. Um, you were my first favorite porn star. Uh, the first movie I ever saw of yours was Star 90 when you were still working for uh, Video Exclusives, I think it was. Oh, my God. 
God, you're amazing to know that. Yes, uh, that was owned by the other uh, girl that used to be in the business, Tina Carrier, Tina Marie. Yeah. Uh, and and I've, I've, I've never had the chance to meet you. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't know that you've ever come here. We don't really get Never. Never. Uh, porn stars or dancers here. There's only one club that even brings oh. people in to do feature dancing or anything of that nature. So it's kind of a desert, but uh, I'm, I'm really thrilled to, to be able to, to share this experience. Um, I recently saw the movie where you did the, and I'm blanking on the name of it right now, Love Emergency. I saw Love Emergency. Yes, yes. Have you been approached? Now, obviously, there's nothing filming right now, but have you been approached to do any more non-sex cameos and other things? Um, yeah. One other guy was toying with the idea, but then this thing broke out. Yeah, the, the, I have been. The problem is that not a lot of companies do those big productions with a bigger budget do you know what I mean? Like 98% or 96% of the stuff being shot are just the quick in and out one day wonder, you know, scenes. So not a lot of people do that. Wicked shoots, um, Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. but there's very few companies that shoot big enough productions that they even need an extra in it. Well, honestly, if you do, I'll, I'll certainly be glad to buy it because, you know, any chance to see you on the screen is... Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Chris. Uh, one thing that Jason and I did was we uh, had this poster blown up. Oh, and, I love uh, that. Already have uh, Rusty Nails and Eden Blair signed it. So that is great. Oh my! Why didn't I sign it? Oh, uh, we haven't been to a convention yet. <laughs> and because uh, uh, there was going to be oh, there's going to be six or seven gals at the convention in Chicago. If that happens, that would are going to be, you know, there, so we'll get them to sign it. But, um, I, you know, I understand it's a business and whatnot. I was a little disappointed in uh, the one guy that was in the movie. He's, I think he's uh, boyfriends with, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he was at the uh, Jim South event. Uh, he was Brad Arms? Yeah, Brad, Brad Arms. Okay. He kind of blew me off like, huh, you know, it wasn't a big deal to him that he was in that movie and I had something for him to sign. Um I must have just caught him on a bad day because I, I chit-chatted with him at, uh, at Jim's thing and, and uh, he just kind of laughed it off like, eh, whatever. So I thought, oh, well, weird. Well, we'll get you another time. So Very odd. Yeah, I, you know, he shot two of my films before he became a wicked guy. Um, Sex Secrets of a Mistress and Night, and Nightbreed. Nice guy. Little, a little arrogant. But that's not a bad thing sometimes. A little arrogant, I could see him doing that, believe it or not. Yeah. I could see him doing that. But I like him. But I could yeah. totally see him doing that. Yeah, that happens. All right. Uh, let me see. Chris from Iowa is here. Chris, how are we doing today? Okay. I'll do that. All right. What's going on up in Mason City today? Not much. I got a little bit later than I planned, but uh, I'm here. Right. What, uh, what kind of question you got for Christy today? Well, I know she's retired or semi-retired. I was wondering if she has any future products or future uh, projects going on right now. Like, you know, I think she's. You know, you know, I do. I don't do hardcore mainstream anymore. The only things that I film now are for my OnlyFans site, um, but I don't work for production companies per se. Um, you know what? I had a great time doing it. If a great deal came around that I couldn't refuse, I would take it. I never say never. But I'm not actively looking for it. 
Okay. But I do things like Cameo. I do things like my OnlyFans and Sex Panther and, you know, eBay sales. The only thing I don't do, it seems, are hardcore production, you know, scenes for a company. Just because it's so different now. And Vivid's not even around anymore. It's just changed so much. You've really uh, expanded with the, I mean, you started one of the first stars to ever have an eBay page out. With Victoria Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And we if, started it, I think, in 2000 together. If our members that are here go to our database, we kind of have a little database set up, and we have multiple girls who we have their, their, uh, their names, addresses, their, their public, I should say, public addresses. Right. Um, and uh, we have their websites, and also for some of them that have them, we have their eBay codes or eBay handles. So they could just type in eBay handle Perfect. Christy Canyon 11 and go right to your page and find out what you have for sale. Excellent. And I try and keep three to four things up a week. Yeah, great. And then some buy it now items. All right. Tommy, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Tommy, how are we doing? Doing very well. How is everybody? Good. Wait, how come I can't see Tommy? <clears throat> for the benefit of everyone on the planet. Oh, Tommy, that's crazy. Okay, what's your question? Oh, I don't have a question. How are you? That's a good one to start off with. You know, doing pretty well, as well as can, you know, be expected during these crazy times. But pretty good, actually. Not bad at all. Hmm. Awesome. No complaints. Tommy, you're the one I got the golden ticket for, correct? Yes, this is true. And now I can't find it when I was going through everything and saw it the other day. The same envelope it was given to me in. Remember, remember, Christy, you signed the golden ticket for Tommy? He's the shy guy. Yes. Yes, I do remember you, Tommy. And then I missed you this last year because I missed my flight the first day because of the hurricanes. I know. It was, it was, I, was very, I was slightly sad. You know me, too. I missed one of the best days, my favorite day of signing, which is Friday. I know, but they had those hurricanes and... All the airlines were all backlogged and flights were being canceled. I was really upset, though, that I missed day one of that. But if all goes well, I will be there uh, hopefully later on in the year. All goes well. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be there again. It was, my it was actually on my birthday that time, so it was like. Oh. Tommy, Tommy, too bad we can't just control everything and make it our way all the time, right? I've put forth a lot of effort into that. It just hasn't worked out. Well, maybe hopefully this year it'll happen. You never know. I'm just getting nervous because they are canceling so many other autograph shows. It's like, man, they've stacked them pretty much back to back, and they put the December one like 10 days before Christmas, like anybody's going to go there. But they can't put it after July, January because they're going to have an inauguration of somebody, <sighs> and that's going to be a, a rat race out there in January. You're right. You are right. Who knows? We're just all kind of living day by day right now. I don't know. Yeah. Patrick, you have another question for Christy? Yeah. First off, uh, Patrick, I was just going to say I, I did I did a signing with Dwight Gooden last night, so I understand what you're fearing with the uh, cancellation of uh, autograph shows and stuff. But, uh, Christy, my other question for you is tell me about your first scene you ever did with Ron Jeremy. Well, apparently, Patrick, <clears throat> you didn't read my book because I wrote about it in detail. 
it was scary, not because it was Ron Jeremy, but because there I was barely 18, but I was 18, having sex on camera. And I hadn't been with that many guys in my life. So it was very nerve-wracking. It was Swedish Erotica number 57. And if you ever get a chance, watch it. It looked like a doe in the headlights. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll get the book. I'm kind of a late bloomer getting involved in all this well, stuff. Good luck getting it. It's been out of print for about eight months, but I hopefully will get more. But try oh. and get a copy of it. Oh, I, I'll de I'll definitely do that, and uh, I'm hoping uh, one day I can get my hands on the I Dream of Christie cover photo to send to you. Oh my God, that's a great one. That's a great one and a rare one. It really is. Yes, yes. The first time I saw it, I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> no, I know that was so innovative innovative that cover it was beautiful the guy that shot that was a huge penthouse photographer Stephen Hicks and it was just it was dreamy it was gorgeous will you do me a favor and say hello to my buddy Keith Taylor he's the one who was at the at the uh, book signing with you at the performing arts here in Dallas oh Keith Taylor I'm sorry that you couldn't have joined us in this wonderful little forum but, um, hey, I met you 20 years ago. What else do you want? 20? It had to be 20 years ago, if not longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he, he's a character, and, he, and like me, he just loves you. Oh, you are so sweet. Well, I, you know, they had the Exotica, God, for two years, the, the Exotica convention. They had it in Dallas for two years, which I didn't get to, unfortunately, and then they stopped it. Dallas yeah, kicked them out. Crazy. But I heard, I, you know, I would have loved to have gone. I Some of my greatest memories are working in Dallas, that bookstore. And then the other place that I loved to work at was um, Caligula 21. That was a strip club. Um, and then it burned down one year. I don't know. It just caught fire. But I, it was an amazing club. It was great. I, they had a rule that if I sold videos, that's how long I'm going back. If I sold a video, I had to go outside to exchange the money for the video. You couldn't it, take, couldn't take the caught, money. Since it caught fire, it probably caught fire because you were in it. No, it caught fire the day after Diana Loren was done. It caught fire. <laughs> it caught fire. Sorry, I had to. Uh, it caught fire the day after Diana Loren danced there. Ah. How crazy is that? Yes. Wow. I know. All right, George uh, raised his hand on the second go around. What's up, George? Hey, Chris. Chris, um, I also collect Hot Wheels. It's a good collection that looks up there. Um, but I was just wondering, what was your best girl girl scene? Oh my God, best girl girl scene. That is so hard to pin down because ninety five percent of them were amazing. They really were. I always had an amazing time with Tracy Lords, Ginger Lynn, Jennifer Stewart, and they were all different. That's like saying, who's been your best lover? They all brought something different to the table. Do you know what I mean? I can't pinpoint it. I really can't. They okay. were almost all, if there was a bad one, I can't even remember. Some had more chemistry than others. That I can tell you. But they were all, I don't have any, like, oh, I didn't like this one. They were all such nice people. I have no bad memories of any of the girls I worked with. Awesome. Okay, thank you. You're Michelle welcome. Michelle is here. Michelle's back with us, and 
And uh, Michelle, what's 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 going on today? Nothing. Just want to say hi to Christy and Miss Michelle. Monica. Oh my God! I remember you always have panties. Yes, I remember you. Yes, yes. I do. You have a bag of panties that you like me to sign. Yep, and I still have them. Oh, Michelle, it's so good to see your face after a year. I know. It's good to see you. I Actually, it was crazy because at Exotica, what was it, the Washington, D.C. one? Yes. I won the VIP passes on Ladies Friday. And now that they're not, I mean, it's postponed. December, I think. Yeah. But we will be there. We usually go to that one, New Jersey. And, huh? Yeah, it's the first time ever in D.C. We went to Chicago. We go every year, the ones that are closed. It's well, so sad with this going on. Oh, baby. Well, you know what? Let's hope that everything gets back to normal soon because as much as you miss them, I miss them. And I go to four a year that I'm missing. And I miss them very much so. I love the energy of those conventions. I love the crowds. I love my friends. I love everything about those conventions. So I'm just like missing it as much as you, if not even more. Like I love them. I really yeah. do. But yeah. I'll see you again, maybe in two months, maybe in five months. At some point, I'll see you again, though. Oh, definitely. The first Exotica open that's close to us. We're dri we drive six, ten hours. We're going. Oh, you got it. I will see you in your bag of panties very soon, Michelle. I don't know if I'm bringing panties. Maybe I'll think of something else. I thought it would be different. You know, nobody. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, well, good I, uh, luck with that. I will t talk to you very soon. All right. Thank you. Bye, sweetheart. Aaron, want to ask another question to Christy? Actually, yeah, I, I would. Um, I'm not sure as far as on screen, but off screen, um, did you ever have any interactions with Marilyn Chambers or Linda Lovelace or, you know, Bambi Woods? I'm also thinking maybe Dorothy LeMay, Juliet Anderson. And if you did, what was it like to interact with them? They were all before my time with the exception of Marilyn Chambers. Mm -hmm. All of them were, like, right, they were more New York, late 70s, early 80s. I came mid-80s, California. A lot of those names, I wish I would have, and I have nothing but love and respect for them because they paved the way for people like me. They were more the film people. I came in at the boom of the video age. I did meet Marilyn Chambers in maybe 1985 for Marilyn Chambers' Private Fantasies, and I forget the number. And she came in like a movie star, full length, like, you know, fur coat. She had, uh, who was the guy, Patrick, that uh, was her manager, which we call a suitcase pimp? Jack oh, Trainer, Something Trainer. Yeah, yeah, Charles Trainer, yeah. Charles oh, Trainer. yeah, Chuck Trainer. Chuck Trainer, bingo. And he would not let her talk to any of us lowly newbies. And we had a scene on a table. I forget who I was fucking. And she was, was it Mike Horner? And she was fucking on the same table, Jerry Butler next to me. And, like, at one point, I reached out to touch her boob because I was just, like, it's pussy and boob and cock time. And she looked at me and said, oh, no, you cannot touch me. That's not in the script. And I thought, huh? I thought it was, like, sex. I, I was not a big fan because she wasn't very nice to me. She got there, didn't talk to anybody, not just me, and then refused to let me touch her boobies. 
And then I saw her many, many, many years later when I first started on Playboy Radio, probably in 2006. And she came in, maybe 05 even, and she came in as one of the guests for the Legends show. She didn't remember that story. I didn't bring it up. Um, and, I mean, she's nice. You know, I not, not one of my favorites, but I don't dislike her, but I don't have an opinion of her, really. She was nice on air, but I like the funky girls, like Ginger and Tracy and Heather Wayne. And it was just a big sexual fun party. I don't know what the big, you know. I was a little turned off that she wouldn't let me touch her boobs. Well, um, Herschel and I one, one, one night were out at um, uh, Little Tony's in uh, North Hollywood there. And so it was he and I having a conversation over dinner. And um, I brought up the movie he was in called Up and Coming and Marilyn Chambers was in that. Of course, Herschel's got kind of a hearing impairment, so he talks loud. And so he was telling the story about him and and Marilyn Chambers, and she come in there. She was going to direct that scene. He told, I told her to shut the fuck up and let the guy do his thing. And, and anyway, I uh, get water with you. I'll keep going. By the water. time that the story got done, he'd talk so loud that everybody in the restaurant was like having their ear bent over towards us. And uh, anyway, yeah. so we got, to, we, we got to leave. And the guys, I said, the guy to the booth next to us, I said, Hey, sorry, we got a little loud. He says, no, come back anytime and tell more stories. Oh my God, that is hysterical. Oh, my God, that is so, so funny. And yet, if it was like a 24-year-old, they wouldn't even know who Marilyn Chambers right, was. Right. Chris uh, B. from, well, Chris B. is back with us. Chris, what's up? Yeah, uh, the uh, Marilyn Chambers <laughs> private fantasy is number six. Yes, that was it. Follow-up question, though. Uh, I had the chance to listen to your podcast on the Rialto Report. Yeah. Uh, to go, and I love their site. I love the fact that they go out and, and seek out people who were in those early stages in the adult film industry and, and catch up and tell their story. Uh, I you mentioned that. Uh, you mentioned Sorry. Uh, that Victoria Paris. You still have a connection with her and a, and a relationship with her. And yes. The, kind of keep to herself uh, to, to a great extent. Do you think that you might be able to persuade her to to come and do something like that, um, to do a, a Rialto report style? Never. Nope. Never? Okay. Nope. She has no reason to. And you know what I mean? She's done. No, she won't. I mean, maybe in 20 years, but certainly not now. No. And a lot of girls... Like, she won't even come on my radio show, and she's my best friend. I don't take it personally, because I know that her life has just moved on. Okay. okay. That's one thing, too, is is where you say so-and-so paved the way, and so-and-so paved the way, and you always say you just have your big toe in the business. But what I think is, is that with the radio show, you are, in some respects, the gatekeeper. Uh, if they've been on your show, then it's added legitimacy to their career. You know, I hope, I mean, that's what I think. And I think that that's why Mark Spiegler is a huge fan of sending the Spiegler girls on my show. A, because it's great publicity. We're on Sirius XM, so we have millions of listeners. Um, it's, I mean, I think so, but I don't even know if some of these 18-year-olds think that far in advance, if that makes sense. I think that, you know... I don't know. 
right. They must because they show up with the exception of <laughs> our little uh, Miss Sky. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is just send her a laptop. She'll be there. And and that's that's kind of a joke we have in our autograph group. So everybody's kind of <laughs> in on that in on that joke too. Uh, Charles has his hand up. Charles. Yeah. Oh, I do. Okay. Um, oh. Yes, you do, Charles. Okay, I guess I do. I'm on the spot. Okay. Yes, you Let, are. All right. Let me. I'm gonna ask you this question. If you decide you don't want to answer it, I'm fine with that. What did your family think of when you got into porn? Okay, another one that never read my book. Thank you very much. I read your book. It was like a long time ago. Go reread it. You got time. I, well, since uh, since we're stuck in place, I I could find it. I'll find it and reread it. Oh my God, you're so funny. You know, we weren't talking when I got into the business. So, I, I don't know. They didn't like it. I mean, when they found out, they were, you know, oh my God, they were devastated. But, I mean, ultimately, they were fine with it. They, ultimately, they got over it and didn't have an issue. Okay, that answers my question. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Uh, TC is muted, but he says... On the to topic of Christie's serious radio show, I'd like to know what are the dream guests that you would love to have on your show? You know, if I could have any guests that I haven't had yet, because I've had almost everybody, I would love to have Heather Wayne, Gina Valentina, the original, there's a new one now, the original, and Tracy Lords. Those would be my, my three that I would love to to interview see what they're up to where did their life go and why Tracy was so angry about the business <laughs> Tracy uh, signed a poster for me that she was in that movie Zach and Mary make a porno yes and I so, liked it yeah so anyway I had her sign and I had Katie Morgan both sign Patrick let's make a porno and then they signed the oh, name that's funny um, yeah those are my three that I'd like to have you know an interview with Tom um, Tom Byron dated uh, uh, her for a while, too, and so it kind of, of course, everything blew up, and Tommy thought he was going to go to jail. Um, so he told the story. He says, I saw she was at an autograph show a couple years ago, and he says, I thought I'd just stop by. So he said, I bought a picture of her for $10, and I had my baseball cap on real low, and when I got up to the line, I pulled it up a little bit, and I says, make this to Tom. And she <laughs> says, okay, so she signed it. She says, now move along. No. So, yeah. So, You know, I was friends with Johnny Ramone back in the 90s, him and his wife, and they knew Tracy. And he said, he told me, I asked her once, what before I met him, he said, oh, I'd really, you know, what's Christy Canyon like? She's all, you know, one of my favorites. And he said, Christy, she looked at me dead, like dead straight on and said, who? And Johnny said, Christy, Christy Canyon. And she said, I don't know who that is. And he said, Christy, it was the creepiest thing. Because I know she knew who you were. Like, for someone to be able to be that good at lying was freaky to me. Right. And he said he dropped it because he was friends and he didn't want to, you know, not be friends with her. But he said that was the creepiest thing. Like, how can you sit there and look me straight in the eye and tell me you don't know who Christy Canyon is? Uh, well, she was a good liar. Tommy really is back. Tommy's back with Tommy's even got his video working now. Tommy, what's up? I have the silliest question. When it comes to before the movie started, did you choose who you were with? 
in the scenes or was it like you were you were cast as X person, the other person was this person? In that 84 to 85 era, I worked with whoever showed up. Then it came to the 89 comeback through 98-ish, and I kind of had a say in who I worked with. So the beginning part of my career, I had no say, and I didn't care because they were all great. But then as time went on, I got to choose who I wanted to work with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. And they both worked out great. It was kind of fun, like surprise cock and surprise, you know, down below. I don't know if I can say bad words. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, I can? Yeah. Okay, so surprise cock, surprise pussy. So that was fun. But then when it came to I only shot one movie a month when I went under contract, I really wanted to pick who I was going to work with. Okay. I've got to get your book so I can find out who you didn't like. Nick East. That was the only guy I did not like working with. Nick East, Nick E, whatever he went by, we had no chemistry at all. Bill Largo called him Nick Least. <laughs> you know what? He was a real goofball. <laughs> and several other people said that too. Patrick, one more time. Chris, yeah, I got to put you on the spot in this one. Tell me okay. about the famous red car hood scene. Oh, that was with Mike Horner for a Swedish erotica. It was an Alfa Romeo, and it was one of the greatest. Him and I had such sexual chemistry together. Like, we saw each other, and we just wanted to, like, do it like dogs right there, but we had to do our little dialogue. He was so great and so sexy to me. He came over after that scene, and I think he stayed at my place for, like, a week. Can't go wrong with the Kerhood scene. I've seen that probably a thousand times. Oh, my God. I, that scene was, he was wearing overalls. He played a janitor. And he was wearing, like, gray overalls or something. And I remember I was doing, like, my little commercial spot, whatever I was selling. I don't remember. I'm not that good. And I remember looking at him and going, oh, my God, I just want to have sex with him. And I could see, like, his pre-CUM coming out, you know, like, through the, the material of the overalls that he was wearing. Yep. Katie Morgan once said, she said, uh, I know that I want to work with a person, you know, intimately uh, after 15 seconds. Is that the, do you find that to be true? Yeah, I actually do. I, I don't know about 15 seconds, but yeah, probably 15 seconds. I'll go with that. I'll buy it. You knew, right? Like when I saw Nick East on the set and I didn't pick him. I said that in the nineties, I got to pick. Sometimes I'd be like, okay, I've heard of the name. He's good looking. And then he'd get there and there was no chemistry. But you would know right away, like the first time I met Stephen St. Croix or Mark Davis, I just knew that it was going to knock it out of the ballpark. Great scene. Awesome. Well, I have a couple of photos, like I said, that I will be sending to you at any day. So You got right. it, baby. Thank you. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you. I couldn't watch the, uh, the motorcycle scene with you and Tom Byron. That was Why? Awesome as well, because I just, uh, things just happened too quick. <laughs> you are so funny that scene i was wearing a pink kind of tank top and a denim skirt and white cowboy boots and i remember the owner of that harley or whatever bike it was was like watching us like you better not fucking scratch my bike up i mean that part was a little unnerving because i was very acutely aware that the owner was like watching what we were doing have you been approached to do any uh any voiceover work because you've got a really good voice and have you been asked to do either like commercial work mainstream or like uh, naughty work where you read naughty stories or something like that 
I mean, you've got a good voice. I'm surprised you haven't been asked. Nothing other than for Vivid or Playboy or Vivid Radio. No, never by anyone outside of my circle. Like, back in the early 90s, we did, like, 800 number voice things. You know, like, we told a dirty story kind of thing. But, no, never, ever outside of my business. Never. All right. Charles has the last question of the evening. Or Chris, I should say, has the last uh, Chris. Uh, B oh. has the last question. Well, I, I wasn't actually answer, raising my hand, but I, I got a question in my mind. Thank you. Okay, then subliminally you were raising it. Um, I want you to tell me a funny PT story. Mm. PT and I worked together in the mid-80s. Not a lot of chemistry, if I'm going to be honest here. As a director, mm. he was not one of my favorites. Him and I were kind of bored with each other. Um, I don't really have funny stories. I mean, he was always stoned out of his mind, but I don't have any funny stories per se. Great guy. We just didn't have a sexual chemistry together. And so when he shot my scenes, he'd always just leave and let the, you know, cameraman do the scenes. He'd be like, oh, it's her again. Okay. I'll, you know, I'm going to go get high in the bathroom. I'll see you after the city. See, that's funny. Could, I'll take that. <laughs> he liked the new fresh girls. And you know what? I get it. I get it. He was like into the new brand new girls. Oh my God, I'm gonna shoot her for three hours, you know, that kind of thing. But by the time he's a good guy though. And you know what? He's smart in his own way. Nice guy. Yeah. I I, I met him uh he and Herschel came to Portland and then he just took off and says, I'm gonna go to the mountains and um uh, he told me, he said, he pointed to Herschel, he says, he's all yours now, Patrick. <laughs> so, you know what? He's just a very mellow, yeah. kickback guy. He doesn't have a mean bone. He'd never heard of flea. He's right. a nice guy. All right. Well, let's cover some housekeeping things. Of course, you're found on OnlyFans at Christy Canyon 11. Cameo, same thing, Christy Canyon 11. Uh, your website, ChristyCanyon.com. And tell us about the special you have for, you've got a stack of photos a mile high. Um, make a deal on uh, individual versus uh, dealer. Okay, if they want the individuals, they're $15 plus $385 shipping and handling, and there's like 16 different poses. If you're a collector, and I get it that you guys are out there, I got no problem. Mm -hmm. um, if you buy 100 or more, they're $2 plus whatever the shipping and handling is. Okay. All right. Thanks, I think guys. I think that everybody has had a good day, and uh, we really appreciate this, Christy, so much. Oh, Patrick, I love you. Anything for you, baby. Anything. Uh, one, uh, Aaron's got one more. One more. All right, and then i got to go get ready for my live show at Christy Canyon 1-1, my OnlyFans. Yep. Just real quick, I'm going to keep this brief. I just wanted to piggyback off of the explanation as far as the deal goes. The 100 photos at $2 a piece. Are those photos that we would supply to you, or are these your own stock of photos? My own stock. Okay, so if somebody just sends you um, the funds, then you would just provide a mixture of signatures on a mixture of photos up to 100. Correct, or more. I think I have like 1,000 left. And I don't go to enough conventions. Like, I just, I need that space. Okay, okay. So okay. let Patrick know if you have any questions. You guys are amazing. Patrick, I love you. Love, love, love you. And I want all the funny stories off of uh, the, the eagle has landed. There you go. All right. All right. That's all, <laughs> all right. the time we got because Christy has to go to an OnlyFans show. 
make sure you sign up. I think it's $4.99 a month. And, and she has some deals too for three months and six months and just sign up. So anyway, that's what we have going on. And um, we'll see everybody down the road. Bye, baby. I'll talk to you soon, Patrick. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.